We're running. We're running? Yep. All right, man. This is episode one. Let's do this. What's up, guys? Uh, my name is Moises, or Luis Moises, also known as Pastor Moy. And I want to welcome you to episode one of Vosset Talks. Come on, let's clap, let's clap, let's clap. Yeah, this is just me and my homeboy, my guy, George, behind the scenes. And uh, we're excited about this. Uh, we're doing this with uh, one purpose, is for our voices to be heard. Um, back in 2016, uh, the Lord placed a word in my heart. And um, <laughs> this is going to be raw. We're going to try to be as, as wide open as we can be. And um, in 2000, 2016, I had the chance to, to, to go to England uh, with a certain ministry that they gave me the opportunity to go uh, do photography for them. And uh, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not that good at it. I mean, I just, I've, I've gone to the University of YouTube. That's where I've learned all my stuff. And when I was out there, it was a conference that they had. And um, the whole time when I was over there, I went out there for like two weeks. It was my first time ever like going outside of the country by myself. Usually I always go with my parents, my family, my mom, my dad, my sister. Uh, those are the only times I really go out of town, but this time it was really by myself and, and with, uh, with other people. So I'm not gonna lie, I was a little, a little afraid. Of, I was nervous, more, I was more nervous about it. And uh, when we were at the conference that last weekend that I was there, I told God, God, why is it that you got me out here, man? Why, why'd you bring me from all the way from Dallas, Texas? Why the heck did you bring me out here uh, to, to the United Kingdom? And that last day, um, uh, um, Nathan, uh, he's the evangelist, Nathan, uh, he called me out. He's like, he was praying for everybody that day in that session. He just calls me out. He's like, come over here. And I was like, well, what's, what's up? Lift up your hands. I'm like, all right, cool, cool, cool. I have my camera and everything, so I had to give it to one of the guys I met, met out there. And he just, he didn't even whisper. He yelled it in my ear. He's like, the Lord wants you to know. I was like, what? You are a voice for Texas. I'm going to say it again. You are a voice for Texas. And when he said that, I was like, that's crazy, like, as soon as you hear somebody tell you that you're gonna be a voice, and I, not just the city, but a state. I mean, if you're from the United States, you know Texas is one of the, the, the I mean, it's one of the biggest states in the country. It's one of the well-known, like, who doesn't know Texas? Everybody thinks that we walk, we walk around with, uh, with uh, cowboy hats, with boots, and that our, our cars are horses and whatnot. It ain't like that. And um, when I came back from that trip, I mean, I was happy to be back home and stuff like that. And uh, I think like two, three weeks went by and I didn't tell nobody about this. It was just, I kept it to myself. And then my, my dad, he was like, hey man, what do you, what do you see yourself doing, man? Like, what, what, what do you want to do in the ministry? One thing about my parents, man, they've, they've never pushed me. My parents are pastors, but they've never pushed me to like, go after being a pastor like they they wanted me to fulfill god's purpose not their purpose or not their desires and i feel like that's what happens a lot of times with parents like parents want want their children to become who they want them to be but in reality we got to be who god wants us to be it's that simple and if you're a parent out there like help your child become who god wants them to be 
And if you're not a parent, show this to your mom and your papa. Tell them, let me be who God wants me to be. And I told my parent, I told my dad, I was like, I don't know what God is trying to do. And then my dad tells me this. We were actually in a conference, and Nathan was at that conference as well. And my dad was like, man, you got to be a voice for this generation. I was like, what? You got to be a voice for this generation. And I was like, hey, dad. And then I told him about my experience. And my dad's like, you got to grab onto that word, my guy. You got to grab onto it. You can't let go of it. You can't run away from what God has for you. And that's, that's what we're going to be talking about today. It's fleeing from God. Uh, a lot of the times we want to, f- we, f- we run away from what God has for our lives. And my dad's like, you got to run with it, man. You can't run away from it. I'm, I haven't taught you that. I haven't shown, I have, you haven't, you have not seen a coward out of me. You know, when God calls me to do something, I go for it. People doubt me. A lot of people will say things about me, but I go for it because that's what God wants me to do. And he was like, grab onto it. And, and next week, I want you to come up with something. I want you to give me a plan. God is going to reveal it to you. I was like, hold up, man. He's like, no, nah, man, you cannot waste time. And I, and I feel like our generation does that. We waste time. We, 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 we get too comfortable in, 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 in our time. We, God gives us a word, and we just let the word just fly out, just flow. Like, let it be. The time will come. Well, I believe that we got to work for it, that God gives us something. Now let's put it to work. Like There's always a small beginning. The Bible teaches us that there's always a small beginning. Uh, Jesus, when he came to earth, he didn't come out just speaking the word already, like praying for the people. No, homie grew up. The Bible teaches us. You guys remember that one time that that uh, out of nowhere, his mother, his mother Mary realized that Jesus wasn't around. She's like, where in heavens is he at? The whole time he was in the house of the Lord. And when his mom finds him, she's like, where you been at? And he's like, mama, you know where I've been at? Do you not know I came here for a reason? To be in the house of the Lord, to do the work of the Lord, to be in the house of my father. That's when you know that you got to run with the word that God gives you. And anyways, uh, after that, Little by little, God started revealing to me what was it that he wanted to do. And that's when he, he gave me the name Voce. And Voce means voice in Italian. I know we're bougie. We, we like to do things big. We like to do things out of the ordinary. And um, that's where it was born in 2016 in England, UK. And um, I believe that we are a generation with a loud voice. Proverbs 31, 89 shows us that we are a voice for those that cannot speak. And I believe it and I stick to that, that we are a generation that, that has the opportunity to speak out loud. Uh, my mother and my father's generation, they were a little more limited to what they were able to do. But I feel like we're in a time that we're able to speak through uh, our, our platform, social media, whatever social media you may have. Uh, we're able to speak in, in different ways that that more people will be able to reach. I mean, nowadays, like on Instagram, you have followers from all over the world. You be, you can become friends, like media friends, like internet friends with people on Facebook from all over the world. You can upload a video on YouTube and anybody in the world can watch you. You can have followers from all over the world. That just shows you that we have an opportunity to speak. And, and that's what we want to do out of this. We want this to be a platform where we're able to speak our minds and be able to inspire other people to go out for what God has for their lives. And, 
and, and the work that God placed in my heart. And like I said, I'm, I'm going to try to be as raw as I can, as, um, as real as I can. And, and God placed the word and, and it's fleeing from God. And in the Bible, we see um, a story, uh, Jonah. Uh, I remember when I was little, little um, they taught me a, a song in Sunday school. Uh, how is it that it goes? Um, something que se lo trago or something like I don't remember. I, I don't know if I'm just nervous or what it is, but I can't think about it. It'll come, it'll come to me. And um, that's the way that I learned about the story of Jonah. But as the older I got, I started understanding what was it that God was trying to do. Look, in the, in the book of Jonah, and, and this is the beauty, that when God speaks to us or when God has a message for us, uh, the message is always unexpected and unwelcomed. I'm going to say it one more time. The message that God always has for our lives, it's unexpected and unwelcome. And that's what happened with Jonah. In the Bible we see in the book of Jonah, chapter 1, it starts off very interesting. Uh, it says this, look, that Jonah gave, I mean, God, the Lord gave a message to Jonah. And he told him to get up and to go announce to a certain city about the judgment that God had against this city. Why? Because of their wicked ways. Um, I want you to understand this. God is a God that wants righteousness. He wants justice. He wants everything to go down how it's supposed to go. And the interesting thing is this, that in, in my case, like for example, back in 2016, when God gave me that word, I was excited but nervous at the same time. Because to hear someone tell you, the Lord wants you to know that you are a voice for a state. You feel like you're going to be the leader of that state, that everybody's just going to listen to you and nobody else. Because that's how God makes you feel. Like what I want you to understand is that God makes you feel one of one. He makes you feel like you are the only one. And that's the beauty about God. You don't find that in a human being. There's a lot of people that, that are... You can say that maybe you've been in a relationship and and so-and-so promised you so many things and years went by and and those words or those promises were not fulfilled well god doesn't work like that god is a god of respect and what the bible says what come comes out of god's mouth never return returns in void it, it fulfills and and when he gave me that word he made me feel important he made me feel like like, I'm going to be the president of Texas or something, man. I'm going to lead the state and whatnot. But that's in the thought of a human being. And I'm pretty sure that's how Jonah felt. Jonah felt like, oh, snap. Like, they're about to listen to me. I'm going to speak and everybody's going to shut up and just pay attention to me. And when you look at it in a human way, that's kind of scary. I'm not going to lie. Because... That means that you got to make sure that, that that means that, you know, that everybody's going to be listening to you. Can you imagine? I remember when I was in school, uh, I had a, like I, I had friends that they they struggled to speak in front of people. Even, even at church, uh, we still have we have young adults that they have their group and everything. They're chill. They're funny. They're talking about this and that. But when they're in front of people that they don't know. They get nervous, they get sweaty hands, they start sweating, their pits start sweating and stuff like that. And, and I remember, but in school, I had a, one, one of my friends in school, a homeboy struggled to speak in front of, a, in front of an audience. And I remember one time we were doing a, uh, a presentation in, in school and I remember he was, he was a smart guy. 
So he did everything. He was like, don't worry about it, Luis. I, I got you. I got your back and blah, blah, blah. But when we came into the presentation, homeboy did not know what to say. Good thing he had everything right now. So I took over and started talking this and that. But what I understood was this, that it, it, it's pretty tough, man. It's pretty tough to, to, to have to take in charge and, and, and speak and for everybody to ha have to hear you. And, and I'm, I'm pretty sure that's what, that, that, that was one of the first things that Jonah thought about. Like, sheesh, like everybody's gonna listen just to me. And the Bible keeps showing us this, that as soon as God spoke to Noah, verse three says, but Jonah got up and went into the opposite direction. This is where we know that there's always two directions in our lives. There's the direction that God gives us and there's the direction that we decided to take our own desires. I'm gonna say it one more time. There's always two directions, the desires of God and the desires of our flesh. And Jonah had that opportunity. Look at that. What I want you to understand is this. God gives us opportunity for us to take our own decisions. But the thing is this. He plants out or he presents to you what will happen if you take your decision or your route. What happens if you take his route? And a lot of the times we are in a moment, we might be in a phase that we'd rather take our direction. And, that, and that's where Jonah was standing. He was standing in the middle of two roads. It's like when you're driving and, and you're like literally trying to, well, nowadays we got GPS, but before my mom and dad used to tell me that they used to use maps and stuff like that, or they used to just go based on the, the, the signs in the street and stuff like that. It says you go right or you go left. And Jonah was in that phase. Do I go God's voice? Do I follow God's voice? Or do I follow my own desire? And I understand it must have been a difficult decision for him. It was. Because I'm telling you, when God speaks to us, he speaks to us in a moment of that we will not expect it. We're living in a pandemic right now, ladies and gentlemen. We've been in a pandemic since March uh, 16th, I can say. That was like the first day that... Everything was like closing down. Everything was like going to a lower amount of capacity, etc. So we've been placed out of our comfort zone. Like at church, we didn't meet up since March the 16th all the way to May the 17th, if I got it right. We're talking about two months, over two months of not meeting with people. So we were placed in a situation that we had to figure out how are we going to extend the kingdom of God? How are we going to continue to preach the gospel? So Jonah was kind of in a similar situation. God wants me to speak it to people that have been li living in sin, people that have been walking in wicked ways, people that have been just messed up and how am I going to be able to speak faith to these people during this pandemic? We've been, everybody, churches, pastors, preachers, evangelists, prophets, you name it. Everybody's been speaking about faith to let people know we're going to make it out. We're going to make it out. And yes, we're going to make it out. But there's always that moment of human, that moment where you're just sitting there. Is it really going to end? Jonah was sitting there thinking, are these people really going to listen to me? So the Bible says this brother got a one-way ticket to another country, to another place, to another city. So he goes in disguise. He buys himself a ticket. He gets on a boat and he says, nah, 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 
I ain't taking the route of God. I'm going on my own way. Ladies and gentlemen, I want you to understand you're never going to flee away from God. Oh, you're never going to hide from God. God is always going to find you. So many people, maybe you're playing hide and seek with God. I don't know if you've ever played hide and seek. Well, it's when there's more than two people. Uh, one is counting uh, for like a minute or 30 seconds while the other person is running, hiding, wherever is it that they find themselves. And after the certain amount they've decided that they're going to count, they got to go out there and look for that person everywhere, under the carpet, in rooms, in the closet, in the restroom, anywhere in the refrigerator. They got to find that person. Well, ladies and gentlemen, God does not work like that. Wherever you hide yourself, God is going to find you. God does not play hide and seek. And what I want you to understand is this. If he called you, it's because he saw potential in you. Jonah didn't understand that. Jonah didn't know that there was a voice of, of justice inside of him. Jonah didn't know that there was a preacher inside of him. That Jonah didn't know that there was a loud voice inside of him. Jonah didn't know that he was the voice for the voiceless. I'm going to say it again. Jonah did not know. My God, he did not know he was the voice for the voiceless. We are the voice for the voiceless. There's so many people out there that can't speak, that don't know how to speak, are too shy to speak. And you are that voice, man. Like, oh my God, I, I just want you to understand that you are a voice. And Jonah was that. So the Bible says that homeboy just like runs away. He gets on a boat and he thought he had it. He's like, man, I made it. I'm chilling. He's just laying back. Hey, where, where, where the grapes at? Where, where, where the fruits at? Where, where, where's the pizza at? Or I'm sorry, where the pupusas at? Or the tacos? Where, where's the good food at? But little did he know that God had something up his sleeve. God, when he calls us, he's going to make sure that happens. No matter who stands in front of us, God will remove whoever he has to remove for us to fulfill the purpose of God. So if you're wondering why God or why that girl left that relationship, it wasn't that she was done with you. It wasn't that she fell out of love with you. It's just that God needed to do something for you to fulfill his purpose in this life. Maybe that boy left you and you don't know why. Maybe you guys were so in love. You guys talked about marriage. You guys even planned out when the proposal was, when the wedding, where the wedding was going to be at, yada, yada, blah, blah, blah. It's not that that person fell out of love with you. It's just that person wasn't meant for you to be able to reach the potential that God has for you. It might be friends. I've lost many friends in the last year. It's not that they didn't care about me anymore. It's just God knew that they were not for the season that I was in. And it's okay. I've learned to believe in God. I've learned to trust in God. I've learned it the hard way. Yes, I have. But I've learned it. And Jonah didn't know that that's the way he had to learn it. I believe this. Let's listen to God the first time. Yeah. I feel like, and, and I've been in that place that we've listened to God, but we've listened to him on the third time, on the fourth time, after we've cried after we've been, we've been beaten up, after we've been in embarrassment, after we've walked with our head down. Let's listen to him the first time. And, and, and before, I know people say, man, why is it so hard for people to understand? Why don't people understand it the first time? We're human. Jonah didn't understand it the first time. And it's okay that if you haven't understood it the first time, it's okay. I'm nobody to judge. 
I'm just somebody to be a voice. I'm just somebody to help you out. I'm just somebody to be an inspiration for you. And the Bible says that Jonah found himself a room. He rented it out. Homie just laid down, just took a nap. But God sent a wind. He sent a storm. And not just any kind of storm. He sent a storm that just shook that boat. It shook it like never before. And the Bible says that the people that were on the ship, they started freaking out. And then the Bible says that they started praying to their gods. I'm going to say it one more time. Their gods with a small g. And the Bible says that they're crying out to their gods, just, just praying, um, so-and-so God, help us, so-and-so God, we don't want to die, so-and-so God. I bet you there were some people, man, I haven't even seen my kids, I haven't even gotten married. No, my God, don't let me die. But the Bible says that as they were crying out and this and that, Jonah was asleep. I don't know how many heavy sleep. I'm a heavy sleeper. There's been some times that in the morning, my sister, she tells me, hey, did you hear the storm that we had this morning? I'm like, nah, I didn't hear anything. Sometimes I walk outside and I'm like, why is this so wet? I didn't know that it rained. But it's just crazy storms. I'm a heavy sleeper. And that's where Jonah was. And, and the Bible says that they just ran in there and they're just like knocking on his door. Yo, 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 who's in there? And the homie wakes up and just comes out. And he's like, what's up? You know, with chalice all over his eyes and stuff like that, saliva and, uh, and stuff like that. Do you not know what's going on? No, what's happening? We're having a storm. There's, there's a storm coming after us. And, and we need you to, to connect with us and worship your God. Tell your God right now. Pray out to your God and, and tell him to, 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 to stop the storm. And he's like, oh, okay. But then the, 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 here comes the interesting question. They tell him, what God do you serve? This is the beauty. He tells them, well, the God that I serve is the creator. He's the, the creator, the savior, the creator of you and me, the creator of this earth. And they're like, you idiot. So are you telling us that your God is more powerful than our God? Yeah. What are you doing to sleep? Wake up, my dude. Help us out. We don't want to die. Some of us haven't seen our generation. He's like, look, I'm going to be honest with you guys. I'm the reason this is happening, happening, happening. I want you to understand something, ladies and gentlemen. I honestly think this pandemic that we're living, it's for us to get closer to him. It's for us to have a better connection with them. Um, I spoke to a young, uh, a young adult this week and she was telling me, God gave me a specific word for this year and I didn't understand it. And it was intimacy, meaning that God wanted more connection with me. God wanted a, a, a real relationship with me. And I feel like a lot of us, a lot of people have lost in touch with that relationship with God. It's like that, it's like, let's say that household, that there's like 10 people living in that house, but they don't speak to each other. They don't even see each other. They don't know if they slept that night. They don't know if they even came that night. Some young adults or Christians, better yet, it's the word, have been having that type of relationship. And I feel like this pandemic has helped us or should help us to connect more with them, to get more connected with them, to, to understand that God wants more out of us. He wants more of an intimate relationship with us, a, a relationship that we can make. 
Um, I was telling George earlier today that sometimes I sit on my couch and I, I'm just talking like crazy to, to the eye of the human. But in reality, I'm talking to the spirit of God. I speak it out loud. I'm like, Lord, how are you doing today? I'm glad that you're here tonight. It, just, just talking. It might look crazy, but it's that intimate relationship that I have with him. And Jonah had lost that relationship with God. Jonah, if he would have had an intimate relationship, a close-knit relationship with God, he would have understood the first time. That's why that storm had to come. Because God wanted Jonah to understand, you cannot hide from me. And I will find you. And I will do what I have to do to capture your eyes on me. The Bible says that when that happened, they were like, you got to help us out. These guys told them. And Jonah was like, look, the only option you guys have is to throw me out. Yeah, I think you can tell from my eyes what I mean. Throw him out of the boat. Throw him out of the ship. Go into water. <laughs> they didn't even think twice. All right, boy, let's get you out of here, man. We got to get you out of here. We, we, don't, we don't have time for this. So the Bible says that they kicked him out. They throw him out. And there's a well that will eat him. But what do I want you to capture from this is this, that we can't run away from God. We can't run away from that voice that we have, we have inside of us. And I believe that all of us have been called with a purpose. All of us have been called for a reason. And the reason is today. I believe that you are a voice. I believe that you are an inspiration for this generation and for the generations that are coming after us. But the question is this, what route are you going to take? Are you going to take your desire route? Or are you going to take the route of God's desires? I'm telling you right now, I've read it. I know about Jonah. His desires they didn't work out. God's desires, they worked out. The Bible then shows us that Jonah finally understood after three days of being inside the stomach of that well, that he is a voice. So many times we allow people to, to determine if we are really called on behalf of God. And I'm pretty sure that's how Jonah felt. I'm pretty sure his friends would make him feel like he wasn't worth it, made him feel uh, like he wasn't a voice. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm here to tell you, you are a voice. You are a voice for the voiceless. And I don't want you to have to be in that well. Or maybe you are in that well right now. Maybe you've been in that stomach, in the, well, the stomach of that well for a couple of years now. Well, I'm telling you right now, today's the day for you to come out. Today's the day for you to, to be able to say, I'm free. Let me go speak. The Bible says that Jonah went out. He spoke it. He spoke the truth. Everything that came out of his mouth was with, with fire, with power, with authority. He spoke realness. He spoke justice. He spoke the word of God. He, he spoke holiness. After this pandemic ends, whatever the day is, no, 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 no. We're not going to wait until this ends. Today is the day for you to speak realness, for you to speak fire, for you to speak with authority, for you to speak holiness, to call sin, sin, to call holy, call it holy, because that's what we've been called to do. And I pray that you are able to discover that voice inside of you, for you to be able to discover that authority inside of you. 
And this is what it's all about. And I appreciate you listening to me out today. Um, it's our first episode. So as each episode goes by, we're going to get better and better. Uh, we're going to have guests in the, in, in, in the next couple of episodes that we have. And if you can help us out by giving us a like, giving us a comment, uh, if it's a good comment, if it's a hate comment, it don't matter. It helps us. <laughs> and then if you can subscribe to the channel, we'd appreciate. And like I said, we're going to have different types of stuff. It's not just going to be me talking by myself. And so even though I can do it, I like to talk, but we're going to have more stuff in store. We're excited. Uh, the team is excited and the team is going to grow. And if you want to be part of this, hey, let us know. Send us a message in the comments or send us a direct message on, on YouTube or on our social media platforms. You can go to at VoceYTH. It'll be in the description. Let us know. Connect with us. Send us an email. We'll be happy, uh, we'll be happy to have you part of the team. Uh, that way we can share the name of Jesus. All right. So this is Pastor Noy. I'm Pastor Moy. I said Noy. What the heck? Pastor Moy, also known as Luis Moises Reyes Vides. I love you. I appreciate you. God bless you.